Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for thevikingage.com, where we cover the Minnesota Vikings. Usually I'm joined by Chris Shad uh, of the Viking Age Zone coverage and bring me the news, but he had some other obligations. So into That's sub for Chris Shad Tell him I is, say hi. Uh, <laughs> is uh, locked on Vikings, locked on Minnesota zone coverage. I believe I covered it all for, uh, for Mr. Luke Braun, who's also a... Uh, documentarian documentarist i don't know uh, <laughs> how you would call it uh but uh, uh but welcome luke hey thanks for having me man yeah thanks for filling in um before we get start- started on today's show make sure if you're watching this on youtube to subscribe to our channel and like this video uh, if you have already we greatly appreciate that make sure to follow the viking age on twitter and facebook and the audio version of this podcast is always available on spotify apple Podcasts, iheart wherever you get your podcast uh we're just gonna get right into it because uh apparently there's some news related to the Vikings. They just decided to, well, they didn't decide to do anything. Their players have been deciding to do some <laughs> some things this week. Uh, so a few weeks ago, we found out that uh, Vikings linebacker Zadarius Smith had put his house on the market. We were told by some people that, you know, calm down, wasn't that much of much of anything. And some even said he was selling it because it was out of date. Uh, well, it turns out that Smith selling his house was actually pretty significant. Um, according to the Star Tribune's Ben Gessling on Thursday, Smith sold his house a few weeks ago based on the belief that he was going to end up with another team for the 2023 season. And then on Thursday, we also found out from NFL Media's Ian Rappaport that Smith has actually asked the Vikings for his release. However, uh, also according to Rappaport, the team has no current plans of granting his request. Smith currently has two years left on his contract with Minnesota, both of which will pay him at least $13.8 million in cash. Luke, can you explain why Smith uh, might be trying to get out of Minnesota? Yeah, with the thing about like selling his house, I was one of those people that was like, well, let's wait for real information to come out. <laughs> because here's the thing, when, when this sort of thing plays out, there's always real information that comes. And if and if it's not real, then real information won't come. So for me, I, I never get too crazy about that stuff. We can talk about it now, you know? Okay, now something real happened. Now we can talk about it. Um, here's my best guess. And I'm I'm guessing here with Sidarius Smith. But yeah, he has requested his release. That request has been denied. All we know is that and the and the information we have about his contract, which his contract is objectively horrible for him. Like it is a disaster. For him, And it had to be because he was in a free agency mode where he had just missed most of a season with a back injury. And it's a scary back injury. It's the, the, the disc stuff. That's the JJ Watt kept, kept him out for two years. Yep. So there was a ton of uncertainty around him and he had to sign a contract under those pretenses. Well, now he's sort of proven himself a little bit he he produced at a top 10 level top 10 in pressures um the sacks dried up at the end of the year but that was very much not his fault um he played every game even through a little bit of a knee contusion played every game and uh, i would doubt that that knee contusion is any bit of a long-term problem contusion's a fancy word for bruise um so he he proved 
that he can play at a high level, that he can stay on the field and all that. He is slated to collect, I think, like 14 million, a little less maybe, than 14 million less, yeah. in um in actual cash flow, not including like prorated bonus and stuff, because that's all just salary cap, but in actual cash flow, like 14 mil. That's horrible. That's tiny. That's not enough at all for a dude producing at a top 10 level mm-hmm. um, or a dude coming off a season where he produced at a top 10 level, because obviously he is 31. You got to factor in to his that into any projection. But for a guy that played all the games and played them well, that's not enough. And none of it is guaranteed right now. Not a dime of that is guaranteed until March 17th, five mil, a little more than five million of it guarantees. But then that's also it. So there is a world and you know the vikings did this with a lot of players over the years riley reef is the first one that comes to mind where they could uh, uh, approach him and say hey we're going to release you at cut down day unless you take a pay cut and he doesn't want to be in that world right who he wouldn't want to be in that world now again i'm absolutely speculating mm-hmm. that there is no source information on that this is just my read on the situation but that is something the vikings could totally do and it's something i don't think zadarius smith would want uh, and uh, look, he's been around the block. He knows that that's how things go. So really, the the question about this is, and when a player requests their release, it's about money until it isn't, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's usually about the Benjamins until something comes out that says otherwise. But my guess is that he thinks he can do better on the open market, and he's probably right. And the Vikings maybe agree with that and say, okay, well, we want you to stay, We'll give you 15 million. And he's thinking, well, I could probably get 17, 18. Well, we'll give you. And then now this is a negotiation, right? And it's like negotiating with a free agent. So they're staring each other down. That's my read on the situation. I don't know. Maybe we'll come out. He'll come out later and say that he wouldn't be the catering to his dog or something like that. But uh, I I, kind of tend to assume that that's not the case until there is actual like an actual report, you know, because I think jump into that is just going to muddy the situation for you. It would make a lot of sense that Zedarius Smith doesn't like his contract and that he would want to do everything in his power to negotiate that contract up, including requesting release, posting a thank you thing on social media, like he got released, (laughs) leaking it through, um, you know, reporters saying Zedarius Smith expects to be out. Who do you think the source for that was? (laughs) Uh, all of these are tools at a player's disposal, unofficial tools at a player's disposal to try to negotiate that up. So I, I, that's what I think he's doing here. I think it's about money. And I think the Vikings are saying, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. We don't need to cut you. Maybe we can work something out and let's try to do that. Or maybe they're trying to work out something with a trade market. That could be the case too. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot that could happen. I think based on his negotiations in free agency last year when he was with the Ravens, when they were like, no, no, no you're not. They, it seemed like yeah, maybe they altered was, the deal at the last second. Yeah, well, screw it, you guys. It, it seemed like, yeah, it seemed like maybe he signed with the Vikings just kind of maybe just to sign. Like maybe the Vikings are one of the few teams that were actually trying to, to sign him. I think maybe the Ravens wanted him back, but like a different, uh, maybe a lower number. Um, yeah, they they agreed to a deal with him. And then at the last second, they tried to like alter parts of it to be more uh to be like less stable less guaranteed or something like that or something was an incentive and he didn't like that last minute alteration so he he back he didn't like doing business that way so he backed out entirely and then the vikings actually came and gave him something close to the deal the ravens were originally going to give him and so oh we'll give you that we won't change it right so it seemed like he was okay with that and and now it seemed like he's not okay with it because he was just like I'm just gonna take probably whatever right. I can. Well, now get I can at, cash at in. This point. So yeah. yeah, and then he he proved himself. He proved he can stay healthy. Um, so yeah, I I I understand why he would want out and try and get more money. Um, I also don't understand why the Vikings are 
are not open to like releasing him because they need cap space and and cutting him would free up I believe around a little over 12 million. Um, I think they still need around 16 million to, to get even with the cap. Um, and cutting one player to me feels like a better idea than than cutting multiple players. They're gonna have to do either of those no matter what or re- renegotiate some contracts. Um, but if he does leave, if he is granted his release or whatever, how, how big of a loss do you think it would be for the Vikings defense or with the addition of Brian Flores, would it be able to make that? Up? I mean, you got DJ Wanham starting if he goes. It's a problem. <laughs> Patrick Jones, come on. <laughs> okay. Or Patrick Jones. <laughs> it's a problem. Uh, yeah. It, you got Daniel Hunter. There is pretty much, there's like no scenario where Daniel Hunter goes anywhere, right? If anything, right. he's getting extended, which I actually think is pretty likely because um, you can't really save a lot of money by cutting him. There's too much restructured money that that's not fungible anymore. So that's not right. really a place to go. If any, you're extending him because he is going into the last year of his deal. He becomes a free agent next year. So you want to keep that. But then your edge room is pretty desolate. Um, so yeah, that it, it it's a big loss. So big a loss that you cannot envision the Vikings going into next season without a serious replacement, whether that's a, a first round pick, go for a Nolan Smith kind of guy or, you know, going out and trying to get somebody on the on the free agent market, which the free agent market for edges is not good. So it's mm-hmm. not a great situation to be in, especially because there's so many other more important things you want the Vikings to do with that pick, be it maybe they want to trade up for a quarterback. It doesn't sound like they're very close to extending Kirk Cousins right now. Um, so then he's going to be in the last year of a deal and you're going to be prime position to draft a QB. You maybe want to do that or a wide out or a corner. I don't want to add a dire need at edge into that situation. So I think it would be a catastrophe to lose him. Um, and I think the Vikings agree with me because they're trying really hard to keep him, but obviously you have to still come to a number that you're comfortable with, but in reworking that and extending him, that probably comes with a signing bonus. And that signing bonus probably is a way of functionally get, guaranteeing his money because part of the problem right now is that none of his money is guaranteed they can walk up to him and say take a pay cut or you're out well what if you go up and say well what if we just take your entire salary and just turn it into a signing bonus give it to you right now that probably helps that negotiation and if you add extra years to his deal you can even do void years do crazy stuff that prorates that money and you get his cap hit down that way but i reiterate for what you get in zadarius smith that is an incredibly efficient deal for the Vikings, which means it sucks for him but it's great. It's it is a team friendly contract for mm-hmm. to to use more familiar terms. Um. So as much as that is the one that if you cut it, you save the most money. It's also the one where you have one of the worst impacts on your roster. It is an efficient deal, and there are other deals that aren't so efficient. Like Eric Hendricks's wasn't so efficient. They got rid of that one. Adam Thielen, Harrison Smith. They're doing stuff with that. Those are not as efficient uses of money. So those represent better opportunities to save cap space while not damaging your roster. Because the point is not to have cap space. The point is to have a good team. So you kind of have to keep your eye on the prize there with these sorts of negotiations. And I still think you can get Zedarius's cap hit down while keeping him in the building. Well, this just came to mind. What if they're not trying to be good in 2023? And they're like, all right, I guess he's gone. I mean, that's <laughs> sure, theoretically, but that's not true. They've been. Yeah, I know. I know the, the Wolves. The been, Wolves have. They, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Well, and they moved from competitive rebuild was their their phrase yeah. last year. Now they're saying championship standard. They're saying nope. <laughs> that was that was the transition year. We we want to be yeah. 
in it. We want every year to be the year we we go. You know, we're we're stepping up and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, when you see teams go into that mode, like like where the Bears were last year, you start to see them like kind of set you up for it, and they'll say stuff that you know they'll they'll hedge it and they'll say, well, you know, of course we want to be competitive, but you yeah, know, we understand that we have you know a long term goal and blah, and they'll like kind of be wishy washy about it. They won't be as as direct as the Vikings have been, and there is also no reporting that that they're not trying to win in twenty twenty three. No, right. they are, and they will if they get rid of Zadarius Smith, they'll replace him with someone. And if they don't, it's because they failed to, not because they didn't choose to. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to think of what they could do if he leaves. Like, do you trade? Do you try and trade for like Khalil Mack or something like that? Or, or <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's out there. Do or you, you try and I don't trade know. him for a draft pick and try to use that draft pick on it. <sighs> Yeah, I, it's, it, it'll be interesting because it's he's pe- people look at his sack numbers. They're like, he only had half a sack for the last seven games of the year. Okay, fine, but he still had he still led the team in pressure. He still was one of the best you know edge rushers to get to the quarterback last year in terms of pressure. Um, I think people are starting to more get into that looking at the pressures compared to the sacks and be like, okay, sacks, okay, they're they're good. But pressures are really what you know makes the difference in the NFL these days, and especially when it comes to edge rushers. And he was still up there, um, mm-hmm. so I think it would be important to keep him there. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on. But here's a question for you, because this guy, this other guy, I'm going to talk about, Dalvin Cook. Apparently, uh, I think it was uh, Darren Wolfson of KSTP reported today that there has been a a trade offer for Dalvin Cook. Some team has called the Vikings and proposed an offer. Obviously, they have not accepted it, uh, but there is at least one team that has given the Vikings an offer for Dalvin Cook. So who would you rather have back in 2023 with the Vikings? Dalvin Cook or Zadarius Smith? Oh, Zadarius Smith by a long shot. Yeah. Especially now that we know that there's a trade market for Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Because that, that changes the math a little bit. Um, so Dalvin Cook had that soldier, shoulder surgery that yeah. apparently he was putting off for like three years. Four years. Um, four years. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I have a bit of a conspiracy on that. So in his contract, he had guarantees that were supposed to vest at like a certain date after the league year turns over, like not unlike mm-hmm. the Zadarius Smith ones. You have like two mil that guarantees, but it was also guaranteed for injury. And so having a shoulder surgery that will his recovery will expand into the new league year meant that those guarantees vested before the the March 15th deadline of, of getting under the cap, which totally changes the dynamic. And I I, I wonder if that was a purposeful sure, thing. I mean, I don't surgery. know. He, <laughs> yeah, he played through a lot of pain and that I don't know, it's some some money would be a I motivator mean, to do that. Totally outlandish conspiracy. I have no idea if that's the case, but it was a thought that hit my head. <laughs> um, but now that we know that there's a trade market cuz that money is now guaranteed Dalvin Cook will see it, but the Vikings can still get it off of their books by trading him. You cut him, you have to pay it as dead cap. Yep. You trade him, his new team pays it for you. Um, and so knowing that there is a trade market means that that whole situation doesn't necessarily hurt the Vikings books like it could have if they didn't have a trade market and trading him from a resource management standpoint is strictly better than cutting him. Right. Um, it's not better for Dalvin Cook because he doesn't have as much control over where he goes. But at the same time, he doesn't really have a lot of say in that. So if you trade him, you get draft picks back. Probably you save more money on on the contract because of those guarantees. So that is a much more efficient deal. But on just a pure player value perspective, I think Zadarius Smith just gives the Vikings more than Dalvin Cook does at this stage in their respective careers. Yeah, I think I would say that Dalvin Cook is probably it's it's weird to say this compared to like how much Dalvin has done for the Vikings the last few years. But I would say that right now he's more replaceable than than Zadarius Smith is um, in terms of you could just 
add someone. There's you look at the running backs available in free agency this year. There's there's a bunch that you could get for for pretty cheap. Draft are, too. Yeah, the draft that are pretty cheap that can come in and make an impact immediately. We already know that uh, the Vikings aren't. They want to run the ball more, but they don't want to be go full Zimmer and just be like you know around build around the ground game like they used to. They're still going to pass a bunch and um, but you know we look at the, some of the running backs in the Super Bowl. Last year with like Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco. Right. Um, Do this by committee. Yeah. Like it, paying a paying a running back 14 or having a running back with a cap hit of 14 million is is not the way to go, especially if your offense is not centered around that player anymore. And that's the case with the Vikings. So I do agree with you that they should if they had to choose between the two Dalvin Cookers, Darius Smith, Darius Smith is probably the guy that they want to keep. All right. Moving on to uh, players probably on their way out of Minnesota. Uh, it seems more and more likely that Adam Thielen's time with the Vikings is close to an end. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. On Thursday, ESPN's Adam Schefter revealed that there is a, quote, real possibility of the Vikings and Thielen parting ways within the next few days. Him getting this information and putting it out there seems like, all right, we're like getting real close to like, this is, mm-hmm. this is real now. Like he's, he's, he's like the final, the final boss or whatever, uh, to, uh, to get to and confirm <laughs> he is, everything. He is the agent's word. Yeah. So, And then Sports Illustrated's Matt Verderam, formerly a fan-sided, uh, also chimed in on Thursday and said that uh, he's been hearing that Thielen moving on from the Vikings is pretty much a, quote, likelihood. Um, Thielen, who will turn 33 in August, has said a variation of the same thing uh, over the last few weeks of, you know, he's got a lot, a lot left in the tank, uh, and he wants a better opportunity to show that he can still play at a high level. Uh, this also coming off a season where he finished second in targets um, behind only Justin Jefferson. So that seems like a pretty good opportunity to me. He uh, currently has two years left on his contract, and the Vikings would only really save $6.5 million if they cut him before uh, June 1st with a release or a trade. So you would assume that a deal would probably have to be worked out between the two if, if Thielen truly wants to get out of there. So do we think that this is more Thielen wanting out or the Vikings wanting to move on or a little mix of both? Um, no, I don't think Thielen wants to move on. I, I believe him when he's because he's been saying that his whole career, how much he loves being in Minnesota and all that. Like it is, he is very clear. He grew up here. He grew up a Vikings fan. There's all this nice, but his kids are here and all of that. Like, Again, if it comes out later that he wouldn't feed the catering to his dog, then so be it. But I'll wait I mean, for that report. He lives I'll in Florida now. He doesn't live in Minnesota right now. So, oh, he does is, live in Florida. Is he oh, that yeah, dedicated all the time. Yeah, he, they live, they, he lives he's in Florida. Gonna be a buck. <laughs> he's gonna be a buck. Um, good for him. Get out of the snow and stop complaining about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but like I, I, I believe that. And look, you go out into the Super Bowl and at Radio Row. And you say, I want to stay a Viking. You don't do that because you secretly don't want to stay a Viking. You do that because you want to try to negotiate something with them. But where Adam Thielen's contract is, the Vikings need him to take a pay cut to keep him on the roster, right? That's that's the dynamic is we yeah. cannot pay you 11 million base salary. That has to come down. What are you willing to come down to? And the answer to that question is what Adam Thielen thinks he would make if he were cut. I don't know. What, what do you think? He, if, if he gets cut, what, is, what does he make on the open market? Throw out a number. doesn't matter if it's right or not. Uh, I heard you guys talking on the football party the other day, and I think I heard you say like $8 million. I, I I would go six, probably. I, six, I don't know. That, that's, sure. that's, that's like a low ball maybe for some people, but... Sure. I'm he's, terrible at that part, so de- you're probably de- better at it than me. He's declined significantly, and he's not getting any younger, so I don't think... Yeah. I think a one-year deal, like you look at some of the, maybe the deal that Kyle Rudolph got when he left with the Vikings where it was like, right. Yeah. You got some money, but you're going to be gone after a year. So, (laughs) 
Yeah. So so you could be the Vikings. You could go up to Adam Thielen. If you knew that he thinks he if he, he talks to his agent and they say, all right, we think you can get six mil on the open market. And the Vikings come and say, well, screw all that. We'll give you eight. Right. And you just stay here. And, and that's less than 11. We're, we're saving our money on our cap, but you're still pretty happy. And it's a better option for you. You're not going to see that 11. That's not an option. That's a that's a, a, a sunk dream. But we'll give you eight. But if Adam Thielen says, well, I think I'm, I can make nine. If he believes in himself a little bit more, then he'll say, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into that. But then go you go up it. on radio row and say, Hey, to be abundantly clear, I love it in Minnesota. I want to stay. I want there to be a contract negotiation. And he did say in that interview at radio row that he, we're working on the contract. Like they are trying yeah. to work something out. So if he just wanted to leave, he, they, they wouldn't be yeah. going through all that. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hullabaloo. Um, but again, it's all about the Benjamins. He has to kind of make a decision. What are the, If the Vikings are offering him $3 million base salary, he's like, hey, screw you guys, I'm out. <laughs> Somebody's going to do better than that. Um, but it's what are the Vikings offering him versus what he thinks he can make on the open market. Whichever number is higher, that's the decision he's going to make. And with all the reporting we've heard out there, it sounds like he thinks he can do better on the open market than whatever the Vikings have offered him. And good luck to him. That's fair <laughs> negotiation, and that's how economies work. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I would say good luck to him too, because I, I don't think he's going to get what he thinks he'd get. Um, I kind of feel like he wants to be somewhere where he's more involved in the offense, though, because you look at some of his stats when TJ Hawkinson came to the Vikings, uh, in the midseason last year and his numbers, Thielen's numbers kind of went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course you have Justin Jefferson. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I know he wants, he probably, he would like to stay in Minnesota. I, I feel like I feel that way too. But I think he's probably more open now, maybe than he ever has been, to play somewhere else. Um, where that would be, I don't know. I don't know what what he thinks, like what opportunity he thinks he's going to get 
somewhere else because I think he has it really good in Minnesota. Now, is he going to be the number two receiver if he stays with the Vikings next year? Probably not. And I don't know mm-hmm. if he likes that either because I think you'd be better off even just having KJ Osborne as the number two receiver. Right. And uh, that might just year. naturally happen. Yeah. And then they might they might want to draft somebody. Um, yeah. So like they definitely will if they cut him. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't I don't know. It, but it sounds like he's, they, he's it sounds like he's gone. Like it's from the way that everything's heading. It sounds like Dalen is, is probably gone. Um, I, I think part of this, too, is that if you look at that wide receiver market, the free agents, it stinks. It's, oh, yeah. there's the best dude free agency like in general stinks this year there's like three players and yeah it does it. and so that means if you think you're a good player you go right. like adam thielen might jump in and imme- you could argue adam thielen is immediately the best receiver oh, I saw on the market. a ton of team fans or whatever being like oh yeah the chiefs should sign thielen yeah. or the bill should sign thielen or fit- the patriots oh the bills that'd be fantastic yeah. reunite yeah. him with Diggs. that'd be perfect for yeah. them yeah. so i i do think that he could maybe drum up a market that's better than what the vikings are are worth but it's a risk you cannot know Right? right. Maybe you, you show up and nobody wants your you and you're old and then the draft goes by and suddenly it's June and you're taking a deal for three point five plus incentives and you're going, man, man, I wish I took that pay cut. But that's the game. Uh, you're a bit of a Vikings historian. So um, I got this question for you. Is Adam Thielen the greatest Vikings player from the state of Minnesota? From the state of Minnesota, who who else is? I'm trying to think of who well, else Marcus is. Sherrill's, yeah. Marcus Sherrill's, CJ Ham, Sherrill's. There's some guys from the way back in the old days that Brandon have to Zilstra. do better. I'm trying to think. You probably don't <laughs> count Carl Eller because he wasn't from the University went, of Minnesota. He went to Minnesota, though, right? The yeah, he college. went there, but he grew up in the South. Right. Um, no, I don't count. So you probably can't can't count that. Oh, I, why can't I? I think of like. I think there's a hometown. list on Pro, Pro Football Reference of all the players from. Uh, you get by like college, yeah. No, from the state. Oh, just who like were born there? Yeah, this is great podcasting. Because <laughs> um, I had it up earlier today. Um, but you know, there's there's a bunch of current players like Tyler Johnson and Max Williams and stuff. Yeah. But as far in terms of older players, there there aren't a, a whole lot. And it, it, Larry Fitzgerald, but he didn't play for the Vikings. There's Terrell Suggs, but he didn't play for the Vikings. Yeah, uh, those those are some of the most notable. Eric Decker as well, but he didn't play for the Vikings. I would maybe. John Carlson? No, but he's not. I, th- there's one person. I don't know if you want to talk about him. Um, <laughs> but Matt Burke, former center. Vikings. He, uh, yeah, Matt. He, he grew well. up in Minnesota? Uh, yeah, it's a St. Paul, I think. Uh, let me uh, take a look. Yeah, I well, I think because he's yep. Ring of Honor, right? But Thielen will get in the Ring of Honor, too, though. So that's probably Burke won't be a differentiating. Or? Isn't he? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I could be mistaken. I, I don't he was. I know he won a Super Bowl. He, he's mentioned that a couple of times in the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You got, oh, I didn't know Jeff Seaman was a was a native. There you go. Learning, you learn a lot. Today. Oh, this is a this is a fun little list. So I guess it would be between uh, Thielen and Burke, probably then, huh? Yeah, probably Thielen and Burke. Um, boy, that's pretty tight. All there's not a lot. I, I think I'd have to give it to Burke. He was yeah very consistent, and I think for a longer time. The weird thing about Thielen is that he didn't really come on till he was already like twenty six. Right, special teams ace yeah. for a few years. Special teams guy, and then he was like wide receiver two for a year and a half, and then eventually he like overtook like Charles Johnson. <laughs> I was just gonna say his name. Oh and man, kind of broke out in the middle of like 2016. 
I mean, if you became a Vikings fan in the last few years, you have no idea like how easy you have it with Justin Jefferson out there. And even before that, with Diggs and Thielen, like these guys yeah. are trying out like Jerome Simpson's the number one guy, or Charles Michael Johnson. Floyd. Yeah, even Mike Wallace. Like, like it was it was pretty bad for a while in terms of wide receivers until they stumbled upon Thielen and Diggs. They really they really fell into their laps pretty much. Um. So yeah. So. All right, we can go with Matt Burke. I'll give you that one. Um, if Thielen leaves, if he's gone, if we get a notification tomorrow or at midnight, like the Vikings like to do pretty much whenever they do these <laughs> random Yeah, announcements. by the time you listen to this, probably, right? Right. Um, where do you think he might go? Is he going to follow Rodgers to New York? Is he going to go to Buffalo with Diggs? <laughs> I could see the Jets for sure. Um, I, You know, I, I am not as up and up on uh everybody else's team needs like i don't know right. who needs wide right. receivers but that'd be great like they got garrett wilson and the jets um yeah they have the the cap for it and stuff and they're they, they have a good roster over there in new york mm-hmm. so i could definitely see them like splurging and trying to really like lurch for something and really make yeah. something out of it because they have a, a good young defense which is really exciting for them that's yeah. it's been a while since they, they just had got, like a good they just got chuck clark today i think too from the Raven safety that's right so um, they're they're ready but like sauce and Quinn and Williams and like, yeah. they've got some super sick pieces over there, but then you like kind of make that final lunge. So I could see that. Um, I could see Buffalo being a destination, although I don't see them doing it because they are, I think pretty happy with their wide receiver core, even though maybe they, they should try to go get is someone Gabe, like the Davis is a free agent. I think he is this year. Is he? So, so he might be gone. Well, maybe. Um, but I, I feel like their priorities will lie elsewhere. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if they go out and do it. Does he go to the Packers? I was just gonna say that's not the <laughs> worst prediction. Like, and it, it would it wouldn't be like a spite thing, like like Zedaria Smith was. I I would hope. Well, I don't know. You go mm. ask someone to take a pay cut, and then they say, "Nah, I'm out of here. Go sign with the rival." That's that's sends a message. But also, that's the biggest contract. That's the biggest contract, yeah. right? Um, I think his in laws are uh, all Packers fans too. So uh, I could see him in any NFC North team, honestly. Yeah, that's usually how like, it goes. That would, he would be huge for Justin Fields. Yeah, and even even on the lines, it's just like a yeah. slot guy or whatever for because they have Amon Ross St. Brown, but they could definitely D- use DJ Shark as a, a complimentary piece. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, man, the Bears certainly have the money for it. Oh yeah, They're, yeah. All right, we'll see. I'll see where he goes. Uh, off to a fun topic, which probably isn't going to happen, but I just want to. <laughs> um, Lamar Jackson, this quarterback who um every team i pretty much feel like in the nfl passed on including the vikings in the uh 20 he went 32nd right 2018 nfl draft yes the vikings selected what mike hughes uh star mike hughes baby yeah everybody was was so mad they didn't get will hernandez oh yeah i forgot about that oh man on tuesday the baltimore ravens had to make a decision about their starting quarterback lamar jackson and his future with the team they wound up placing the a rare non-exclusive franchise tag on him, which means that other teams can still make Jackson contract offers this year, but the Ravens are able to match one of those offers if they want him back. If they don't match one of those offers, though, then the team who acquires the quarterback has to send Baltimore two first-round draft picks. Um, the former MVP quarterback has been in the NFL since 2018, but he's missed 10 games due to injury or illness in the last two seasons Vikings have a quarterback kirk cousins right now he only has one year left on his deal he has no trade clause but how would you react if the vikings attempted to make lamar jackson their starting quarterback for the 2023 
season. So personally, I think that would be the sickest thing in the world. That would be so dope. I would be really hype on it just because of how fun it is, right? Like there's all kinds of risk that you're taking and there's so many worlds where you go after that and it bottoms out and I totally get it if you're a little scared. But I just think, man, what a fun world we are about to enter. That would be super cool. Um, there are a lot of practical reasons why this won't happen. You know, I mean, right. nobody thinks this is going to happen and there's a reason for that. And it's because the team you have to be to have to really maximize Lamar Jackson is very different from the team that the Vikings are. Yeah. They are not built to run power read. They're not run built to be like that kind of like Gus Edwards and a dream kind of team. Um, TJ Hawkinson would and, be happy. That would be super. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson would would be a really good piece for that. And yeah, he's never had a wide receiver like Justin Jefferson, right? right. So maybe there is something different here. But the way that that like Greg Roman, that Greg Roman offense is so different yeah. from from the Kevin O'Connell offense, and I think requires different skill sets in your personnel. We have not Ezra Cleveland has never played in a power scheme. He's always <laughs> since college. He's been in a zone scheme. That is a does he have any power? Him. He's really strong. Yeah. Yeah. That's like his whole his whole deal. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. um, he oversets a bunch, and he okay. sometimes gets a little bit sleepy on stunts, and I think that causes a lot of pressures. But okay. strength has never been his issue. Okay, um, <laughs> but he's yeah, like I and I like these guys can pull right, and that's part of it. But that's yeah. not like it's just learning different steps and different yep. terms and stuff. And so you would have this transition, and I, and I, I compared it on Locked On Vikings to. Think about how you feel about how Eric Hendricks did in 2022, how Daniil Hunter did in 2022, as they were established players, pro bowlers, all pros that we know are good at football that had to learn a new scheme and look what it did to them. Yeah. Are we doing that to the offense for two years to, to no. transition to Lamar Jackson? Probably not, right? That said, if they're swinging and they're doing it, they're like, okay, well, we're going on this journey then. And that's so fun. But, you know, probably not. And are you paying two first round picks and probably upwards of 40 mil a year right. for the opportunity to, torpe- to torpedo your offense by trying to change it to a totally different thing and improvising that on a whim, right? The, like Quasi and O'Connell have a vision for what they want this team to be and they would be veering way off course and essentially going into entirely unplanned territory. I don't, I don't, I, I see Quasi being a little more pragmatic. Yeah. It's a long shot for sure. I would say probably, uh, under probably under one percent of chance of happening at this moment things could change you never know it's the nfl things get things get weird especially you know what happens with kirk during the next few days um depending on what what they do with him or what they don't do um but yeah i think it's a long shot but i just wanted to put it out there because it's fun because he could go we haven't really seen this so fun. before where a quarter a former mvb quarterback and his team's like okay see what you can go get and and other teams immediately are like oh we don't want to we don't want yeah we don't. and then it's i remember yeah. when when cousins was a free agent back in 2018 yeah. Yeah. and the whole the line was guys like this just don't come along in free agency every right. day and that was cousins now we got a, a former mvp <laughs> yeah. and and two first round picks doesn't really seem a lot to give up the thing that I think it's probably holding teams back is that you're going to have to sign them to a, a multi-year lucrative deal. Right. You have and to spend he, both draft picks and money. Yeah. And he and wants for, probably fully guaranteed stuff. That And if you're QB needy, chances are you're in the top 10 and you're right. looking at somebody like you're going, well, why would I spend two first round picks to get Lamar Jackson and pay him a bunch when I can use two first round picks to, if, you know, if I'm Washington, I can use my first round pick this year and next year to trade up and then I'll draft, you know, Will Levis or whoever I want. Yeah, so I've seen do that. I think I've seen the Lions as a team that has like I think they have the best oh, odds or whatever. Yeah, if he goes to the Lions, God, I like do that. not. 
please no. Please let like they love golf, and I do mm-hmm. kind of feel like like Brad Holmes drafted him in in, in St. Mm-hmm. Louis, I think it was still. Yeah. Um. Like so, I, I maybe I'm just coping, but it's like, man, they really love Jared Goff. This would be a great opportunity to get his succession plan. I hope they like him too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. I hope he does not land with the Lions because they. I yeah. I I nope. I don't want. It. Um. And then I think maybe the Dolphins is another team just because these teams have cap space or whatever. Um, and they're kind of built ready to go right now, which is a team that Jackson would need to go to if he doesn't come back to the Ravens. And I think I saw like there hasn't been someone who left on the exclusive franchise tag since like 2000. Uh, and it was like Joey really? Galloway, like from like the Cowboys oh, to the wow. Bucks or something. Yeah. Joey so Galloway. Yeah. That's a name. A right? Wow. Um, so I think the chances of him actually leaving the Ravens are still pretty low. Um, but it doesn't sound like things are going well there. Um, so I'm glad I'm not in that situation, but I, I think, um, yeah, I don't think he's, he's coming to the Vikings. It's, it's nice to make Jersey swaps and everything, but you know, I don't think he's, he's coming to yeah. Minnesota, but I, I'm going to give you fun, a would you rather. But we understand. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to keep having fun because I'm going to give you a would you rather and you have to pick one. You can't say no to either one. So would you okay. rather the Vikings give up two first round picks to sign Lamar Jackson? Or the Vikings trade two first round picks to draft Anthony Richardson. Richardson by him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for one, I don't have to pay him as much, right? If I'm using two first round picks on both guys, but plus 40 mil. So even if you think Lamar Jackson's a better, gives the Vikings a better chance of all the outcomes Anthony Richardson could be. Because there's a bunch of good ones and a bunch of bad ones, right? There's probably more good ones and bad ones for Jackson because he's established. He's a vet. We know he's good, right? But are they $40 million better of outcomes? Probably not, right? Right. Um, I think the Vikings are really well set up to bring in a raw quarterback in the first round. And I've actually argued already on Lockdown Vikings that they should trade up for Anthony Richardson if he falls far enough for that to be feasible, Mm -hmm. which I don't think he will. Not anymore. Um, But if you're telling me I can trade this year's first round pick and next year's first round pick for pick 12 or whatever it is and get Anthony Richardson, I am sprinting to the podium. I'm slamming (laughs) that button as hard as I possibly can. Um, I really, really like Anthony Richardson, um, mostly because if I'm right about why he is inaccurate, accuracy is his problem, right? And if I'm right about what the cause of that is, and I'm an idiot, so who knows if I am. You're pretty smart. (laughs) You can give yourself credit. But but if if, if I have properly identified it, then I think it's pretty fixable. It's that his feet are just too active. If you can staple his feet down in the pocket and get him to feel a little more calm, um, then a lot of those inaccuracies can go. You can make him more consistent by just teaching him mechanics a little bit better. And he would have a year if you drafted him right now because Kirk Cousins is still the starter. So he would kind of have a year to develop. You let Kirk Cousins walk. Good luck to you in free agency. And then we roll year two with with Anthony Richardson, one of the freakiest athletes to come out. Speaking of NFC North teams, you know, look at Jordan Love, where the Packers are at right now. They're basically doing that, except it was three years. Um, and <laughs> a little longer, yeah. Right. And, and the whole thing about Jordan Love coming out was in, in, how much of a crazy athlete he was. And I actually loved the idea of the Vikings taking him because like, man, he's just so uber talented. It's just small school and we don't really know and blah, blah, blah. But well, we would it would it was kind of the same sitch where we would have time to develop him. Um, and Anthony Richardson is a way better athlete than Jordan Love was. So like take all of that, like all of that potential, and it's sky high for him. It totally it always has been. Uh and, and this say, is even sky higher potential, and we are still set up to do it. Oh yeah, count me in. And we don't <laughs> have to pay money, please. Oh yeah, the money makes a huge difference. I think that's that's that makes it decision decision much easier um i would say that even 
Richardson, people talk about how raw he is. I would say that Josh Allen was probably even more raw coming out of Wyoming than More raw Richardson. and about as impressive an athlete. Impressive. Less accurate at Wyoming. Um, yeah. <laughs> powerhouse Wyoming football. Um, yeah. Josh Allen should never have worked out, man. Like he was such a, <laughs> that was so improbable. Anthony Barr just, you know, he spurred the, the, the progress. It's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Josh Allen just needed one good hurdle. Give him that confidence. That confidence. To, yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> At least he's hurdled, hurdled over more people. So like Anthony Barr is known. Yeah. To, to we just that. didn't know yet that that was normal. <laughs> yeah. That was not, not a good, not a good memory. Um, but yeah. I've talked about this with Chris, Chris Shab in the past podcast. If the Vikings think Anthony Richardson or Will Levis is their guy, trade up and get him. Stop sitting around. You're not you, the likelihood based on how you want to play each year. You're not going to get a top five. So you need to do what, what the Chiefs did. I know the Chiefs is an easy comparison because they got Mahomes, but like you need to do what they did and trade up and get a guy that you think can come in and be your franchise quarterback. Uh, they're going to have the benefit of sitting a year, which is, in this day and age in the NFL, it's pretty rare. There aren't a lot mm-hmm. of play- quarterbacks that get to sit a year um, and then then go in. And Mahomes is, is one of the few, and he seemed to benefit a lot from that. Um, we have some indicators I, that they are thinking about it, too. Yeah, the, and the, I the also way that they com- behaved at the Combine and stuff, the way they're behaving with yeah. Kirk, like, it's not outlandish. No, and I also have a lot more confidence in this regime with Kevin O'Connell and his offense than I would in the previous regime to go after a young quarterback. Sorry, Rick Spielman, you were just not that great at finding quarterbacks. <laughs> Um, so I feel a lot more confident if this regime has, you know, is, is, has their eyes set on a quarterback than the previous one. So I would also go with the, uh, Richardson one. I like Lamar. He's fun to watch, but like, yeah, he's at the point now in his career where he's too expensive and the Vikings are not in the position, uh, right now to, to add someone like that. They don't even, they they can't afford the players that they have. So, uh, that's going to do it for today. Thanks again for, for joining us, Luke. Uh, where can people find, uh, all your stuff? Yeah, you can find me, uh, just search out locked on Vikings, wherever you find your favorite podcasts including YouTube, even Amazon Fire or Roku. There's a Locked On Minnesota Sports app. You can also find some more in-depth stuff. The content I'm, I, I put a little more into at patreon.com slash NFL. You can find the history documentary there. Seven part, seven hours total of uh, Vikings history content, all free to watch. And you can also find some draft breakdowns and stuff if you sign up. It's good. I learned, I watched it and I learned a lot about the Vikings that I did not know. So good job. Thank good you. job on that. Um, yeah. And, and the music. Um, it's it's good too that the 80s instrumental uh yeah music you got white bat audio you can listen to it all that's it's like a copyright free like yeah. one but the mood was like perfect yeah that's good stuff go check that out for sure um and also follow the viking age on twitter and facebook subscribe to this podcast this youtube channel on, on youtube and like this video and uh our podcast is available on apple podcast spotify iheart or Every year podcast, pretty much. Uh, but until next next time, which is Monday, and Chris should be back, uh, we will talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.